streets will be running red tonight as citizens participate in the annual purge and release the beast. This is not a test. This is your emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge, sanctioned by the U.S. government. Any and all crime, including murder, will be legal for the next 12 continuous hours. Protect the rich, kill the poor, and bless me our new founding fathers and America. Release the beast! 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 Release the beast as the blood fills the streets! Fuck! Welcome to Horror for Dummies Halloween bonus episode. We are back once again, but this time's a little bit different. We're not doing the usual numbered shows. Uh, we are coming in with a bonus Halloween episode, and we're doing something completely different. Before we tell you that, I'm your host, Tim, and with me is the Bell from Hell, Jalisa. Hello, guys. It's Halloween season. It's Halloween time. As, as you're hearing this, it's probably past Halloween. But as of this recording, it is the 29th of October and we are in the full-blown Halloween season. So we thought we'd come to you with a Halloween bonus episode. I mean, we're not going, we're not, not going to put out an episode this week. But this one is not a numbered episode. It's not, um, it's not a regular formatted Horror for Dummies show. This is just something completely just pulled out of our asses and... Just something to put you more in the mood for Halloween season. Basically, it's it's a fun listen, um, and it's hopefully going to get you in the mood for Halloween parties and uh, spooky season as it is. Mm-hmm. So, Jalisa, do you want to tell everyone out there what exactly we're doing? Um, we're talking about our favorite Halloween music that we like to listen to. We are. Uh, we're going to talk about some scary stories. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, well done. Um, I put you on the spot there. You did. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, this episode is just... We're, 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 there's, no gonna, there's not going to be the usual segments, hor- um, what horrors have you done and all that shit. We're just going to have an open discussion at the start of this episode about what movies we have seen and stuff like that. But then the main meat and potatoes of this show is going to be uh, listening to music. We're going to be playing some of our favourite tracks that you play that you listen to in Halloween season. But we're also going to be telling some some uh, spooky ghost stories mm-hmm. that we some of these have uh, these stories have come from our childhood. Remember when you were a kid and used to tell other kids, or other kids used to tell you scary stories and used to be in love with them and stuff like that. We uh, we dove into the internet and found some of those stories, and they're just fun to read back. So we're gonna tell some ghost stories, listen to some music, and uh, and yeah, what have you. Yeah. So this is basically just a bonus episode. If you want to listen to that, fantastic. Welcome aboard. If you don't, then happy Halloween to you all. <laughs> <laughs> but Jill, because this is a just a random 
pulled out of the ass episode. There are no strings attached. We can say whatever we want right now. Yeah. There is no right or wrong answers. Let's just talk about what movies we've seen lately. All right, let's do it. All right, well, do you want to go... How many have you seen? Three. You've seen three... Wow. Mm. Holy shit. That's yep. like three more than you usually do. Coming back up. <laughs> I've done... I, I've, I've continued. I'm doing it, Jaleesa. I've continued my 31 days of Halloween um, werewolf movies. Yeah. And I've, I've stuck to it. This is the most I've ever done. Uh, okay. I haven't watched one today as of yet, but I will get to it. It's still early. It's like 8.47pm <laughs> um, and we're recording a podcast that might go for like 40 minutes. So hopefully after that we can, we can get to something. But let's talk about the movies that we got to watch this weekend. Yeah. And I'm just going to butt straight in because we finished the Ginger Snaps um, franchise we did. the other week. And if you remember correctly, if you listened last week, you may remember that I wasn't that big of a fan of the original Ginger Snaps from 2000. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just it wasn't my cup of tea. The werewolf looked like a fucking bloated rat. Uh, bloated rat. With not much hair and boobs. Oh, that's right. The werewolf had tits. That's weird. Mm. Um, but we, we watched Ginger Snaps 2 Unleashed. Uh, you watched it too, Joel. Yes, I did. And this was your first time watching it, wasn't it? Yes. It's sort of... Yeah, first time watching this one, actually, yeah. Do you want to go in with your thoughts? Um, I was a bit disappointed because there wasn't that much werewolf action. Yeah, this one... And her transformation, even though she was taking the poison or whatever, it still took a very long time. I yeah. wanted to see her change and, like, rip shit up. Yeah. You know? Um, I watched... We watched this on the 23rd of October, so six days ago, and truth be told, I'm struggling to even remember most of it. I remember a lot of it, yeah. So you probably liked it a lot more than me. Probably, yeah. I Look, I, I had pretty much the same opinion with this one, as I did with the um, the original Ginger Snaps. The plus side of Ginger Snaps 2 is the whales look a lot better. They actually look like wolves in this one, not rats. Um, that's the plus side. But yes, this, this one's lacking werewolf action. Um, which isn't a bad thing because I've been watching a few werewolf movies where there's not heaps of werewolf action and the movie's actually really good. I'll get to one in a second. But... Uh, this one just it was very slow paced, very character driven, and it, it, it did a nice job of expanding the story, but the thing is, I think the success of Ginger Snaps the original is the, is the two sister characters, where in this one, um, you don't have that real sister connection in this one, mm-hmm. and there's not much, <clears throat> there's not much Catherine Isabel. In this one. I mean, she's she, in it. Yeah, she pops up now and then like a ghost. Yeah, but she's not in it as much as the first one or the third one. No. Um, so I think that kind of kind of um, upset the film a little bit. In saying that, look, I, I gave it a 6 out of 10. Same score as I gave Ginger Snaps. But once again, this isn't a film that I'm going to be revisiting anytime soon. And now that I've spoken about it on the podcast, I honestly don't think I'll ever watch it again in my life. I don't need to. I don't want to. That's yep. the thing. Fair enough. Uh, Ginger Snaps Back, The Beginning. Mm-hmm. This one is the third one in the trilogy. And 
This one is uh, very what the fuck. Because... The, <laughs> the timeline does not make any fucking sense. Yeah, so at all. This is, a, this is a prequel, but it's set in the 19th century. Uh, and, it's, and it has the sisters... And they have their their names. It's, it's, it's no, there's no explanation as to why these two characters go back into the 19th century and anything like that. But if that's what you want to play, okay, fine. But make them believable. I mean, they're back in the 19th century. And for people who don't know what the 19th century is, it's basically like medieval times. Yeah. Um, where they spoke very, very differently. Um, what did they used to say back then? Lots of vowels and... Woes. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. You, Weird you, talk. You know what I'm trying to say. But these two girls spoke like they were uh, straight out of high school in the year 2002. Yeah. Which didn't really make sense. It kind of took me out of the movie a lot. Well, the good parts about Ginger Snaps Back the Beginning is the werewolf action. Mm-hmm. I think this one here has the best werewolf action out of the three. Uh, the werewolves actually look pretty decent in this one. They look like monsters. So it kind of progresses better with age. Yeah. Like the first one sucked, the second one was better, and the third one was the best. Um, but still, this one using it dragged a lot. I was kind of bored and couldn't wait for this one to be over. Like, this movie is good on its own. I wouldn't say it's the beginning of Ginger Stra- Snaps, a prequel. Yeah, I'll agree with that. the timeline's all over the place. Yeah. It has nothing to do with Ginger Snaps in the second one. Yeah. And um, But a movie on its own, it's okay. If you don't count it the first, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, the, <laughs> and once again, like, we watched this on the 25th of October, so four days ago. And I'm struggling to remember it. <laughs> the one scene that I loved is when Ginger opens up the doors. Oh, that's right. And then you, it's like a top view. Then she turns around and all the wolves just walk in. Run, run, her. run past her to attack villagers. Okay, Great that was scene. that was really cool that mm-hmm. scene. But the rest of the movie is like, eh, you can pass it. I don't know. I know there's people out there who love Ginger Snaps. Yeah. Uh, I'm just not one of them. So yeah, <laughs> enjoy your Ginger Snaps. Enjoy your Canadian werewolf films. Uh, I'll stick to. Shark films. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Alright, that's it for Ginger Snaps. Gel, do you want to go in with what you've seen? Yep. I'm keen. I don't even know what you've seen this, this week. Okay. <clears throat> this week, um, I watched From Dusk Till Dawn. The original? Yes. Oh, very nice. With Selma Hayek and George Clooney. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was cool. The vampires were a totally different look of what I was expecting. What were you expecting? Just, you know, normal vampires, not legit monster, yeah, gross-looking things. Well, that's how that's how vampires should be, mm. not Twilight. <laughs> I I was surprised when Selma Hayek turned. I wasn't a fan of her looking vampire. Um, I was a big fan of Selma Hayek in From Dusk Dawn as well. The dancing part. Yeah. Yeah, that Santanica part was cool. Santanica Pandemonia. But um. When she changed into the vampire, it was kind of like she was a big lizard snake. I didn't like the look of her. Yes, that's right. Compared to the others. I haven't seen this for a long time. Hmm. Maybe it's time I gave this a rewatch. Because all I really remember 
Actually, actually, I remember a bit about this movie, but I think it's time for a rewatch. Hmm. The brothers in it were good too. George Clooney and his crazy ass brother. Quentin Tarantino. Is it his name? Do you not know Quentin Tarantino? No. One of the most. I know praised, his. I know his name. One of the most praised directors in Hollywood. Oh, I don't know what he looks like. I know the <laughs> well, name. Now you do. He was annoying. I didn't like him. That was his character. He did a good job because yeah. I wanted to punch him out too. Did you notice the uh, foot fetish that he has? Well, I seen he has a very big rape fetish. <laughs> that Not who, the foot fetish. But who doesn't? I seen him checking out her toes, but he was looking yeah. at the whole body. Uh, so apparently, Quentin Tarantino really has a foot fetish in real life. So if you watch, I'm not huge into Tarantino in saying that I've not seen many of his films, but apparently, in a lot of his films, there's like close-ups of feet because he just loves feet. Really? That's I find that weird. That's that's what like, I've heard. Don't that, like, don't quote me. Is her name Juliet Lewis? Is that her name? Juliet Lewis, yeah. Yeah, he had, she was like wriggling her toes like close up and stuff. It was weird. Yeah. <laughs> now you understand why. Yeah. Yeah. That explains it. But no, the the end scene, like the big fight scene with the vampires and stuff, it looks sort of familiar. So I may have watched this years and years ago and just don't really remember. Probably, it's a very very popular vampire film. Hmm. It's probably the one of the most popular ones definitely the most popular from the 90s yeah I can't think of even another vampire movie from the 90s mm. John Carpenter's vampires but yeah, yeah. Um, but you're forgetting the best part of the whole movie where Cheech Marion <laughs> we got black pussy yellow pussy fat pussy <laughs> he goes for ages it's so good <laughs> it's the best part of the movie we got stinky pussy fruit fishy pussy do you know who that is um yeah, it's, um... I just said his name. <laughs> I only know him from Spy Kids. It's, um... It's Cheech. I think it's Cheech. It's either oh, Cheech or yeah, Chong. Oh, yeah, 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 You know Cheech and Chong. Yeah, I think yeah. it's Chong. I think it's Cheech. Let's have a look. Well, alright, well, while I'm searching it up, why don't you talk about your next film? Okay, uh, another one I revisited was Queen of the Damned. Oh, The one yuck. Tim hates. Why did you do that to yourself? I enjoy this movie. Wait, so while I'm digging into werewolf films, you're digging into vampire films. Yep. Looks like it. Okay. <laughs> I don't really have much to say with this one. This one has a fucking awesome soundtrack. Okay, and I'll agree I with you there. Oh, why do you hate it so much? Because it's a boring story. The acting's not good. The effects are so bad. What effects? So bad. Every effect in the movie. When the vampire's like... When they run. When they run. It's kind of like stop motion really quickly. Yeah, yeah. It, it mainly... It's, it's, I get that. It, it's given the illusion that they're running really quick. Uh, right? It was Cheech. I was right. Whatever. Um, I just... The story's so boring. Like, they build up... What's her name? The, Akasha? Yeah. They build up her... What's her character's name in the movie? Akasha. Is it? Okay. Um, <laughs> what's her real name? <laughs> Aliyah. Oh, okay. They sound familiar. They sound no, they don't. They do. Akasha and Aliyah, they both start with A. Um, they build her up to be this big, like, powerful queen vampire. And then she's dead in two seconds. Because like, they all suck um, her dry. That's so boring. But she, you're forgetting the part where she goes in. She fucks up all the vampires at the concert. And she also goes to that pub and mm -hmm. fucks them all up. Do you know what else fucked up heaps of vampires at a concert? Blade. And he never died. Yeah, Stupidly, true. anyway. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, I just, I just it's still a good movie. I, oh, God. Oh. Good and Queen of the Damned do not go in the same sentence, unless you're talking about the soundtrack. And even the soundtrack has, is not all that great. I love it. Yeah, there's a few good songs, but there's a lot of skip songs. What do you mean, skip songs? Songs that you just skip. No, I like it all. Okay. And it's a good movie. Alright. Bite your tongue. I will. Um, Alright, was well, that it for, for you? I have one more, but do you want to go with your next one? Yeah, I'll go. I'll go. Um, okay, my next werewolf movie <laughs> is The Howling 2. Um, your sister is a werewolf. I've never seen any of the Howling sequels. None. And if you remember our review from the original Howling, you might remember me not being a big fan of the original Howling. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't really... I, it's, it's better than Ginger Snaps. But it just wasn't my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you gave me the biggest death stare just then. <laughs> yeah, I did. I'm sorry, the howling is a lot better than Ginger Snaps. I'll take opinion. Ginger Snaps. Okay. But you also reckon Queen of the Dam's a good movie. Shut so. your mouth. <laughs> you think Jaws is a good movie. It is a good movie, and every single person in this world will back me I up on that. I just went there. Uh, so the howling 2. I've never seen this movie, I've never seen any of the sequels. What the actual fuck did I watch? This movie is insane not like greasy strangler insane but just like really really bad but somewhat entertaining bad is this the one where i see in the part where the old lady transforms back young and then she has a massive orgy with that other girl yes the black man and her yes yeah so okay you just said orgy let's talk about orgies because this movie has like 20 of them <laughs> and and werewolf orgies where it's wolf on wolf and it's kind of not really arousing, but at the same time, kind of, because you can still see tit. Um, As in werewolf tit or booby tit? Booby tit. <laughs> so it's not full wolf on wolf then, is it? Oh, like they're hairy, so it's like transforming into wolf. Anyway, don't worry. I wonder um, if it's dick changes. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure it does. Hmm. Do, you want to see that? I'm curious to see we, a transformation. Do people's dicks turn into red rockets? Ew, that's gross. <laughs> Into the lipstick? Yuck. Um, yeah, okay, I don't really want to see it now. Dogs' penises are strange. They are. <laughs> You're fucked, Julie. Okay, we're, we're off topic now. So, yeah, the Howling, t- the Howling 2 is just like... I don't think I'll ever watch it again, but if someone said, should I watch it, I would say yes. Just, just for them to get mad at me. <laughs> because, okay, the transition between scenes is... So bad. It's basically it's like it's been made by um, Windows Movie Maker. Yeah. <laughs> and then like the, the the acting is so over the top. Like there's the big queen werewolf, and she's got like her followers, and the queen is ordering some of her followers to kill this person. Yeah. And all the followers are putting up their hand because they want to do right by the queen, and <laughs> and the followers are like. I'll do it. And then the other one's like, no, let me do it. It's like shit like that. It's like, holy fuck, this is so (laughs) over the top. And that's like basically what the whole movie is like. It's just over the top. The the end part of this movie, while the credits are going, it's just a repeat uh, loop of the the main werewolf girl ripping ripping her shirt out to expose her tits. It's just that looped. So, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like the filmmakers like 
once it's all done, they're like, this is a really shit movie. How can we make the the audience go home happy? I know. Let's just show multiple scenes of that girl ripping out her tits. That's honestly what it was like. <laughs> is The Howling 2 worth a shot? No. <laughs> but if you are in the mood for a bad movie, as something you can laugh at, The Howling 2 is definitely worth a shot. Yeah. I gave it a 5 out of 10 because I was entertained, but it's not good <laughs> at all. And honestly... Won't I'd, watch it again? Maybe if like a, at a party. In 10 years time. Maybe just like to show people. How bad it is. Yeah. Yeah. But even then, like, it's nowhere near as bad as Troll 2 or Birdemic. So... See, while well, you show people the greasy strangler, because that's bad, but it's a funny bad. That's not bad. That's entertaining as hell. That's what I mean. Like, you know. And the acting's actually good in that. Like, I believe those people exist. Whereas someone going, no, let me do it. It's like, no one speaks like that. <laughs> <laughs> Can you talk like that from now on? Really? Yeah. Okay, done. Uh, after this podcast, of all. Uh, Alright, I'm just going to go in with another one Because I've got a lot more than you Okay Cursed from 2005 This one is Wes Craven Wes Craven Wes Craven attempting a werewolf film I've seen this one You have, it stars uh, that girl that I really Ricky Ricky. I don't even know how to pronounce the name And I'm in love with her Uh, And Jesse Eisenberg And Milo Ventimiglia I don't know (laughs) And Judy Greer Holy shit Judy Greer from Halloween 18. Uh, anyway, yeah, this one, um, I never really used to like this one, but it's not as bad as I remembered. Mm. Uh, I gave it a 7 out of 10 because I was kind of entertained with it. And there is a set design in this movie where a guy opens like his own, I don't know, like museum of, of um, movie memorabilia. Yeah. And because it's in Halloween season, they do like a... Uh, a, uh, a horror version of it and I really want to go to this place <laughs> if what? it was real well, they had like Universal Monsters shit like that but mm. it, like the sets from Universal Monsters stages and like the big statues of the characters and stuff Yeah, yeah. so that was a big plus for me just looking at all that <laughs> even though it's not real Yeah. I still was jealous but yeah if you want to see a werewolf flip off someone like stick his finger up and, and, and kind of speak. Um, I guess you can watch Cursed. Yeah. I mean, it's not the worst werewolf movie out there, but it's it's not. It's it's dumb fun. It's the middle ground. Yeah, it, it's a stupid werewolf movie. It's not to be taken seriously. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, all right, do you want to go on with your next one? Alrighty. I've got <laughs> three werewolf films left and then two new ones. Okay, uh, another one I watched is um, one from Stan. It's called Crush. Stan being the Australian version of Netflix. (laughs) Yes. Okay, Um, Crush. Yes, it's called Crush. I've never heard of this. Well, I have because I saw you watching it. Yeah. Um, I don't know the people's names that are in it. Yes. Um, The story's okay. okay, So what's it about? It's this, you know, popular boy at school. He's like... He's not really a jock, he's, he's a nice jock that plays soccer, trying to get a scholarship and all that shit. Then he blows out his knee and he has like a... This chick at school is obsessed with him, like she'll stalk him constantly on Facebook, 
stare at him at school. She'll sit under the chairs. Yeah. Um, at the sports ground and watch him. Under the bleachers. She like slipped him a love note to meet him at the public pool at nine o'clock. Um, yeah. She was dressed in something that um, his ex-girlfriend or whatever wore, and yeah, yeah, a bit, bit crazy. Um, stalking his friends, like all, all that sort of shit. And then he had to, has to try and find out who did it because he's starting to, like, she's starting to really scare the friends and all that. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, he ends up blowing out his knee and can't really walk. And yeah, then pe- shit starts happening. People start dying. So then he thinks it's this chick. Mm-hmm. Then goes off at her a few times and all this shit. And then, um, yeah, massive twist towards the end. And it wasn't the chick that I thought. Was it him? No. It was okay. a total, totally different girl throughout the movie. Oh, okay. One that this girl worked with. You just spoiled it then. <laughs> you don't know which one. And, okay. So <laughs> what you're saying is this guy is a nice down-to-earth athletic jock who has girls dreaming over him. Pretty much. That sounds exactly like me at school. <laughs> you're cute. Why are you laughing? Because. I, I was athletic. Were you? Yes. I had heaps of girls following me. I've seen photos. Fuck you. <laughs> All right, so would you, <laughs> would you recommend this movie? <laughs> um, well, I don't. I wouldn't watch it again because I've seen it once. I don't need to see it again, really. Okay. Um, but sure, if you haven't seen it, why not put it on? So it's not bad, but it's not a rewatchable film. Yeah. Okay. So, so out what, of ten, what would off. you give it? A six. Um, yeah, probably a six or a six and a half. Okay. Yeah. That's all right then. Uh, so that's it for you. That's it for me this week. All right. Well, I got three more werewolf films. Two I'll just cruise through. Uh, one is called Werewolf: The Beast Among Us. This is from 2012. This one's all right. Uh, it's it's a TV movie made for TV. So the acting's not the greatest. The story's kind of been there, done that. The effects are a bit wonky, but it's not a bad film. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave it a seven out of ten. Worth a watch, I say, if you're in the mood for a werewolf film. Uh, next one I watched was Silver Bullet, Stephen King's St- Silver Bullet. Mm-hmm. I think most people have watched this. If you have not, uh, it's worth a watch. Really cool story. Corey Haim, before The Lost Boys. He looks super young in this movie. He's young and cute. Even though it's only two years before The Lost Boys. Really? Yeah. Well, he grew a shitload in fucking yeah. two years. Yeah. Yeah, it blows my mind. Wow. Um, the only problem I have with Silver Bullet is the werewolf looks like a fucking bear. I didn't. I only seen the really close-ups of its hands and face. Yeah, I didn't see it from far. If you yeah, if you see it, go on Google now and search a picture of it. It's just Silver Bullet. Yeah. Sorry, need to be on. Um, it just it looks like a bear, and I can't take it seriously because it's like um, I mean like <laughs> this this kid sees the wolf. And yeah. goes home and, like, tells everyone that he saw a werewolf. Like, if I saw that, I'd be like, oh, it's a bear in the woods. Oh, really? Well, if it was coming straight for you, pretty sure you'd freak the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, I would freak the fuck out because I'm scared of bears. But I wouldn't be like, oh, it's a werewolf. I'd be like, that's a bear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The last werewolf movie I'm going to talk about is a little movie from 2013. And this is a film that doesn't get much love um, because honestly, I think it's very hidden. It's a very hidden horror film, but it's called Where, W E R. This one is 
I've seen it once before and I remember enjoying it and after re-watching it again recently, I really enjoyed this film. So the plot of Ware is a defense attorney begins to suspect that her client, who is charged with the murders of a vacationing family, might be more than meets the eye. I got a very big um, uh, exorcism, exorcism of Emily Rose feel from this movie. Basically, you have a, a lawyer, a team of lawyers, trying to help this guy who's been charged with the murder of this family. And uh, things kind of go werewolf from there. But it's not werewolf as you would think. Like, he doesn't go full-blown werewolf. It's it's a kind of different take on the werewolf lore. Um, but it's a good take. Think of... Think of... Um, the movie Split where right at the end James McAvoy's character turns into the beast uh, why are there helicopters above our house right now motherfuckers Tim, what have you done? drugs um, <laughs> yeah think of Split when James McAvoy turns into the beast it's kind of along the same lines as that but a lot more brutal and this, hairy uh, yeah yeah hairy um, this is very very gory <laughs> there's a few scenes where it's like whoa you went there uh, I fucking love this movie I gave it a 9 out of 10 yeah. it's honestly one of the favourite werewolf films I've watched this this month and it's unfortunate because not many people have heard of it or seen it and I think it needs a lot more eyes on it mm-hmm. so that's where from 2013 that's it for my werewolf films for this uh, this week but we need to talk about another film that's just come out that everyone seems to be talking about. That is Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Ah, yes, I did watch this one. We both watched it. I had to re-watch it because I fell asleep. Of course you did. <laughs> um, okay, so Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. This is... Um, it's got the Guillermo del Toro name to it. Mm-hmm. Who... Um, I mean, most people know that name. But if you don't, The Shape of Water, Pan's Labyrinth, Hellboy, uh, Mong many other things great director and I usually really like his stuff um Scary Stories was a book from the I don't know when well before I was born mm-hmm. um so I was never attached to the book so I went in this into this very blind and to be honest I thought this would be an anthology film um it's not at all mm-hmm. uh, but before I tell you my thoughts Jill tell us yours my thoughts. Yeah, what did you think about Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark? Um, it wasn't what I expected. I thought it was going to be more scary. Yeah, and I thought you'd see a lot more of the monsters than what you got. Because they were really on the screen for only a short time. Yeah. Which was upsetting. Disappointing. That's the word, yep. Yeah. But uh, overall, did you enjoy it? I enjoyed it. I won't put it on, like, anytime soon the characters were okay to some point i hated the jock dude who whatever his name was oh the bully yeah 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 i i couldn't see him as a bully role why just because of the way he looked yeah that's exactly. mean <laughs> like don't judge someone by his by the look you can't put a nerdy looking dude as a mean role it just does not work it just doesn't look right yeah no you don't know what he's capable of. Yeah, but it doesn't suit it. No way. <laughs> could I Could I be a bully in a movie? Yeah, just take your glasses off. 
Why? What are you saying? Because in movies they portray the jock as a certain type. You know? And they don't usually wear glasses. Could I be a jock? Yeah. Uh, jocks are athletic. <laughs> Alright, so <laughs> after after watching a Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, I wrote up a review. And I'm just going to read my review because it's a lot easier than me fucking pulling something out of my ass. And it'll be a lot shorter. Yes. Uh-huh. This film was one of the films I was most looking forward to in 2019, and I finally got the chance to check it out, and my thoughts are it's really kind of the standard film and somewhat weak. Don't get me wrong, the film has has great scenes, especially the monsters and the creatures, who all look incredible, but the, sto- yeah, the story overall felt lazy and un- uninspired. I feel this would have been a much better film as an anthology. The characters all feel stock standard, and to be quite honest, it has the look and feel of an episode of Goosebumps fleshed out into a 90 minute movie. Mm-hmm. Overall, I can see people really enjoying this, but I wanted something more. And I still stand by that. Uh, this one really disappointed me. Yeah. I. It, it's. Uh, We're not telling too much. Look, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm t- I saw a lot of people say that this is a, this is a kid's horror film. Mm-hmm. And. I don't want to come off as, as like, th- that I agree with them because, like, look at Goosebumps. I loved Goosebumps with Jack Black, and that's a kids' horror film. Yeah. This felt like a kids' horror film, but not in a good way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just. It, it was a lot more darker for a kids' horror yeah, film. Like, okay, our daughter will watch the Goosebumps. I don't know if I'd show her this. Because there are... I think she'd get a bit more scared with this one. Fuck oath she would. There are some creepy moments in this movie. And that's the big plus this movie has. It has some really good creepy moments. Especially that monster at the end. The jangly man. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And that backwards walk with the head. Here's here's why I'm so disappointed about it. Because the poster art of this movie is so good. Honestly, one of my favourite poster arts... I would, I would honestly get it framed and put up in my house. That's how much I love that poster. It's just a poster of the um, the scarecrow in the field. Hardy, is that his name? Hardy? Howdy? Uh, fuck Harold. Harold, yes. Um, so I was really looking forward to that character. That character's in it for like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Like, uh, what? Seriously, give me yeah. more. And then, like, I feel like they showed us all the creepy moments in the trailer. It's one of those movies again. So... The whole time I was there waiting for the uh, the fat lady in the hallway, and that's what we got. A fat lady in the hallway, she basically does nothing. Just walks very, very slowly. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god, I give me more. Mm-hmm. And I don't, and, and how it ends is really, really predictable. I, real, I was guessing what was going to happen in the next scene, and although I wasn't 100% right, I was about 85% right, and that bothered me. And it kind of alludes to a chapter two. Yeah. And I don't want that at all. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This one just really let me down. I do like the concept, though, of um, with the book and stuff. Do you? Mm-hmm. Why? Of how it's writing right then and there. So it's basically the reverse of Goosebumps. That's my big... That's the big problem with it. So I thought that was cool because you don't know... They don't know what to expect. And it's just getting written right in front of them. Yeah, okay. So I find that part cool. I, I get that, but it's like... And then they have to wait who it's going to attack with the story. Here's, here's the thing. When you really look at it, it's basically a rip-off of Goosebumps. Goosebumps is a popular children's horror book from 
from the early 90s that made a movie that's based on the book that lets creatures come from the book. Yeah. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark is a children's horror book that came from the early, I think it was like the 60s or something like that. I don't know when. And, th- and then the movie came out and it's basically the same. Monsters come from a book. Mm-hmm. It's like, did you fucking sit down and watch Goosebumps on repeat and be like, hey, I've got an idea. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. It just it was a very, very lazy writing job. Um, and some of the line delivery in this movie was like, wow, this is Goosebumps TV series level. <laughs> I, yeah, I really... I think, honestly, this is going to be my bottom top ten. Ooh. Yeah. It, wow. Really upset me. <laughs> yeah, I was expecting a lot more than what it actually gave. Yeah, and don't get us wrong. Like, if it, if you're gonna go for the 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 PG children uh, range of horror audience, do it, but make it interesting and don't copy from other movies. Or I don't know. Just keep an open mind. I would still recommend Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark because there are people out there who enjoyed this movie. Mm-hmm. But I really expected more, especially coming from Del Toro. I expected a lot longer monster time than yeah. what they got. Yeah, yeah. As um, you said, it would have been great as an anthology. Yes, definitely. Hmm. I mean, I gave I look, I gave Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark a five out of ten. So it's a middle of the road film. Mm-hmm. It did some things right, but it did a lot of things not well. Okay. At all. What would you give it out of ten? I'll go six. Okay, so a bit above me. Yeah. Let's talk about one last thing. One last thing that we forgot to mention last week. And this kind of coincides with Halloween, as well as children's entry-level horror. And that... Mm-hmm. We watched the first episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? We did. Um, it's on free on YouTube. And I loved it. Mm-hmm. I think it's fucking awesome. I The problem is... I don't know where to find the rest of the rest of the season. Is it not coming back to YouTube? No. Really? No, it was well, why only put the first one on there. For a teaser, for like a taste. Here, here's what you're getting. Come join us wherever it's being streamed. And um, well, that just makes it hard because they're not telling you where. I mean, it probably does at the end, but I, I didn't look. The thing is, it's probably on a streaming device that's only in America, not in Australia. Yeah, most like likely. Like Hulu or something like that. So, like, sucked into your Australian cunts. <laughs> you're not getting shit again. Um, so, that, yeah. Fucking annoys me. Hmm. Like, everyone in the world, well, most people in the world, have the internet. Why can't we have the same fucking internet shit? Anyway. Um, scary, uh, what are you called? Are You Afraid of the Dark? Really, really fun. Yeah. And they really, they did a lot more to flesh out the Midnight Society. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you were a fan of the 90s TV show, which I was. Yeah. Um, they did a lot more with this. I got a very... Very hard to get into. The Midnight Society. Yeah. Well, I like that. I think that's cool. <laughs> uh, I got a very It feel from it. Yeah. Not just because one of the characters from It is in this, but it's got the, that kids on bike feel. Mm-hmm. Um, movies like The Goonies, E.T., It, yeah, shit like that. So if you like that type of stuff, you'll probably like this. It is entry-level horror, mm-hmm. so don't go in expecting bloods and gore and, and shit like that. But it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I really enjoyed it, and I really want to watch the rest. Mm-hmm. 
Let's so, hope we can find it. Let's hope indeed. Oh, do you know what I almost forgot? I almost forgot about the franchise fights. And that's something that we need to do this episode. And not only one franchise fight, we need to do two this week. Because Ooh. basically I want this thing to end on episode 100. And to time it right, we need to uh, get straight into the grand final. Yes, yes, yes. Alright, before we do that, let's go to last week's matchups, which was the Dead franchise. <laughs> George A. Romero's Dead franchise versus the Evil Dead franchise. Mm-hmm. This was probably the toughest one in the whole competition thus far. Really? In my opinion, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, we had a few comments from people. Our first one comes from Rob Humphrey. Thank you, Rob. He says, I love both. The social commentary in the Romero films makes them incredibly important. The Evil Dead movies are great fun, though. Ultimately, I have to go with Evil Dead because there isn't a bad movie in the franchise, while the later Romero films weren't very good. Mm-hmm. I mean, he makes a point there. I just... I kind of wanted the Dead franchise to come up on top, but yeah, he makes a good point there. Yeah. Uh, Ginger Jones says, Oh, I love both for different reasons. Why do you do this to me? <clears throat> <laughs> um, Wayne J. Williams comments on this and says Ginger I'm with you but I tend to lean towards Evil Dead and it all comes down to Bruce Campbell <laughs> fair Good enough answer. Lance Langford from the Horror Returns podcast he says Romero so at least Romero has some love out there Yeah. Michael Darwin he says if we're just taking sorry if we're just talking canon entries Evil Dead not only gave us a solid entry Solid, sorry, solid, solid trilogy, but three solid TV series seasons and a decent remake. Knight gave us a solid trilogy plus three more with diminishing returns, so I have to give it to Evil Dead. On the other hand, Knight also spawned the entire zombie apocalypse sub- subgenre, many of which would fit nicely into Knight's universe if you ignore the year. So I, so I'd tag Knight as the more influential and important film series. So, I don't really know what he's taking. No. <laughs> I'm, he says I'm going to give it to Evil Dead, so... Okay. Got to count it as Evil Dead. Uh, actually, he did like on on that, so... Uh, so, with the winner, it came down to nine votes to three. Evil Dead advances, and sadly, we say goodbye to George Romero's Dead franchise. Romero only get three. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, and that was... I was included in that, so... <laughs> so two. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately. All right, Jill, we are down to the two semi-final matchups. And uh, after this week, we are going straight to the grand final. Well, I'm, I'm excited to see who's in the grand final. So am I, even though I, kinda, I can kind of see where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's talk about the first matchup. We have the Friday the 13th franchise versus the Halloween franchise. Ooh. Jason versus Michael. So tough. Let's just talk about quickly. Jason, Friday the 13th has beaten Nightmare on Elm Street, it's beaten Hellraiser, and it's beaten Aliens to get this far. Mm-hmm. That's pretty impressive. Halloween beat Final Destination, Jaws, and Psycho franchise. Oh, wow. So both, well, Friday the 13th is a lot more impressive. Um, but, yeah. That's your opinion of the movies? Well, I mean, it went up against Nightmare on Elm Street, it went up against Hellraiser, and it went up against Alien. 
I mean, Halloween only went up against Final Destination, which most people will say isn't a good franchise. It went up against Jaws, which a lot of people say is not a good franchise. I disagree. And it went up against Psycho, which most people probably haven't even seen the sequels. Mm-hmm. So, but, all right, what do you got? Friday the 13th versus Halloween. What are you taking? You can take this one first. All right, I'm going Friday the 13th. You really don't up. want to see Halloween to no, win, do you? Look, it's not that I don't want Halloween to win. I like Halloween, but I'm being true here. Halloween franchise is not a good franchise. Mm-hmm. It has five different timelines. It doesn't know what it's doing. At least Friday the 13th is continuous with what it's doing. Yes, it gets ridiculous and stupid at sometimes, but it's still the same timeline. Mm-hmm. So Friday the 13th plus... Jason is, a, Jason is a lot more influential than Michael Myers. More people know of Jason Voorhees than Michael Myers. I'm sorry, hard truth, but it's the truth. <laughs> um, Alright, I'm going to have to agree with you there, purely because Halloween's timeline was very confusing when Thank we were you. watching it a few months ago. Thank you. Like how they just forget things and start new things. Yes. Very confusing, yes. even though I'm a big fan of Halloween H2O. <laughs> Love it. But, sorry, I'm going to have to take Jason Voorhees on this one. Yep. All right, that's two for the Friday the 13th franchise. All right, let's go over to the next matchup, the next semifinal matchup. We have the Texas Chainsaw Massacre going up against Evil Dead. Oh, another hard one. Uh, all right. I don't even know what I'm taking on that one. I do, but I, I don't think many people will agree with me. Alright, let's just see. Texas Chainsaw Massacre has beaten the Wrong Turn franchise, has beaten the Poltergeist franchise, and it beat Silence of the Lambs to get where it is. Evil Dead. Evil Dead beat Sharknado. Wow, big win. It beat The Exorcist. Ah, uh, sorry, no, it beat uh, The Conjuring Universe. Mm-hmm. And it beat the, uh, the Dead franchise. So, I mean, Texas Chainsaw had to fight a lot more than The Evil Dead. Yep. But when it comes down to it, Evil Dead versus Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which one are you taking? Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, Alright, I'm going to go... I'm just going to jump straight out there. I'm taking Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Simply... Be, okay, here's the thing. Evil Dead franchise, it's a better franchise. I'm sorry, it's true. It is a better franchise. But the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I just... I enjoy it so much more. Mm-hmm. I'm not, like... I'm not the biggest... Evil Dead fan. I mean, I like it, but if you put it up against TCM, I'm, I'm taking Leatherface and the Sawyers all day long. Yeah. What about you? Um, well, Evil Dead, yeah, they're fun movies, um, but overall, I think I enjoyed the um, TV series the most out of the Evil Dead franchise. Okay. And the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I enjoy watching all of those movies. So, I'll go Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, shit. That's two for Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm. All right. Woo. That is it for the franchise fights. Let us know. And next episode, we will be announcing the grand final. Uh, who's going head-to-head to take it out? <laughs> who's Getting it going to so be? Close. We could be Friday the 13th versus Evil Dead. Could be Texas Chainsaw Massacre versus Halloween. It could be Leatherface versus Jason. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Alright, well, enough jibber-jabber, Jalisa. Why don't we just jump into some Halloween fun and goodness? 
uh, and talk about some ghost stories. Yeah, you want to get spooky up in this bitch? Let's get spooky. All right, we'll come back after this short break. think of right now that just played and it is my ringtone Jaleesa has no idea what song just played because I haven't edited it yet but that is the shape hunts Allison from 2018's Halloween mm-hmm. I just put that in there as a little break um, love it it's my ringtone and every time it goes off I usually take a while to answer the phone because I just want to listen to the song just a little <laughs> bit it, it is great it is so good John Carpenter at his best Uh, So what we're doing here is we're going to tell a few ghost stories that we've picked out that we think are creepy. Plus, we're going to be playing five different songs. Two songs that Julissa has picked, two songs that I have picked, and the last song that we'll play on this episode that we've both come together and chosen as the ultimate Halloween song. In saying that, you're not going to hear the, the, uh, the typical Halloween songs like Thriller or Ghostbusters, um... One song that Julissa picked is a song that's played every Halloween repetitively, but the two songs that I picked are songs that I kind of dug underground to find because I wanted to show a bit more people, hey, there's other songs out there besides Thriller. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, we're going to come in with the first story, and I'm just going to butt in, Julissa. Are you all right with that? Go for it. All right. This is a story I found on Google, and I found it quite interesting. Uh, I think it's a creepy little story. So... Uh, I, I didn't actually get the name of this story. So, sorry about that. <laughs> okay. I'm going to call it My Sister Betsy. Okay. Because that's the first line of the story. Alright. <clears throat> when my sister Betsy and I were kids, our family lived for a while in a charming old farmhouse. We loved exploring its dusty corners and climbing the apple tree in the backyard. But our favourite thing was the ghost. We called her mother because she seemed so kind and nurturing. Some mornings, Betsy and I would wake up and on each of our nightstands, we'd find a cup that hadn't been there the night before. Mother had left them there, worried that we'd get thirsty during the night. She just wanted to take care of us. Among the other homes, original furnishings was an antique wooden chair, which was kept up against the back wall of the living room. Whenever we were preoccupied watching TV or playing a game, Mother would inch forward the chair across the room towards us. Sometimes she'd manage to move it all the way to the centre of the room. We'd always feel sad putting it back against the wall. Mother just wanted to be near us. 
Years later, long after we moved out, I found an old newspaper article about the farmhouse's original occupant, a widow. She murdered her two children by giving them a cup of <laughs> giving each of them a cup of poisoned milk before bed. Then she hung herself. The article included a photo of the farm's living room with a woman's body hanging from a from the beam. Beneath her, knocked over, was that old wooden chair placed exactly in the center of the room. Ooh. That sent chills down your spine. It's creepy. <laughs> How you like that? It's good. All right. I like it. Do you want to show me one of your creepy, <coughs> ghost, creepy Halloween stories? Okay. I've got some longer and some extremely short. All right. We'll take your pick and then we'll play a song. Okay. Uh, Whenever you're ready. Okay. I was having a pleasant dream when what sounded like hammering woke me. After that, I could barely hear the muffled sound of dirt covering the coffin over my own screams. Ah, that's fucked up. That mm. is a, uh, a fear of mine, to be buried alive mm. while I'm still not, not dead. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny? Just stating the obvious. Okay. All right, well, we're going to go into our first Halloween song. Julissa, do you want to go first or you want me to go first? You can go first. All right. Well, the first Halloween song that I've chosen comes from a band called The Misfits. I know most people are probably thinking, oh, I always listen to Misfits during Halloween, and that's fine. But for the people out there who don't know much about The Misfits, I'm going to show you, in my opinion, their best song ever. This song is called Dig Up Her Bones, and it's one of my all-time favorite Halloween songs that I must play every Halloween season. It's just awesome. The film clip just radiates Halloween season, and it's just a good listen. So enjoy Dig Up Her Bones by The Misfits, and we'll be back with more spooky stories after this. Anything is what she did 
fuck yes. Love that shit. Mm-hmm. All right, Jill. It's time for you to tell a story. Tell All us right. a ghost story. Tell us a good one. A ghost story? Or a creepy story. It doesn't have to be a ghost story. Okay. This one's called Mummy's Home. Mummy's Home. Okay. Mm. A father is laying in bed after just waking up. He grabs the baby monitor and walks to his desk in his office at home. He has his baby on the baby monitor and hears his wife singing to her. He cracks a smile as he hears his wife go, go to sleep, go to sleep. When suddenly the front door opens up and his wife comes in with groceries. <laughs> That's the one that always gets you a... Eh? fucking creepy baby monitors and shit yeah Yeah, no that's why i'll never ever get one with a video yeah fair Mm -hmm. enough i think we should nope just to scare ourselves i won't look at it well can i get it you can check the kids (laughs) okay (laughs) all right i'm gonna come in with this one uh once again i didn't get a title of the story (laughs) how good are you not very (laughs) um all right this one is entitled untitled scary spooky story okay Last night, a friend rushed me out of the house to catch the opening act at a local bar music's night. After a few drinks, I realized my phone wasn't in my pocket. I checked the table we were sitting at, the bar, the bathrooms, and after no luck, I used my friend's phone to call mine. After two rings, someone answered, gave out a low, raspy giggle, and hung up. They didn't answer again. I eventually gave, I eventually gave it up as a lost cause and headed home. I found my phone laying on my nightstand right where I left it. Creepy. Would you want to sleep that night? No. <laughs> I'll just see my phone there and be like, nope, I'm out. Yeah. And go stay at my friend's yeah. house. Fuck that. That'd be horrifying. Lucky because me and you nearly had the same story. Well, motherfucker. <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's time that you played one of your songs. Okay. All right. So... My song that I have chosen, which I have to listen to every Halloween, which Tim is like sick of... I'm not sick of it. This is Halloween. Are you going to elaborate on that at all? (laughs) Why why did you choose it? Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This always gets me in the mood, this song. It is great, and I love it. I love all the different characters' voices, and it's just awesome. This is obviously the song from Nightmare Before Christmas. Definitely. The opening song. Yeah. It's a good song. I just, I, I wanted more obscure songs. But you Sorry chose. to disappoint you. You chose like the most popular Halloween song out there. That's cool. That's cool. It's like one of the top. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's what I just said. Hey, I didn't choose Thriller. All right, fine. Well, enjoy. This is Halloween by, I don't even know who's it by. Disney. Well, we didn't choose the Marilyn Manson one. It's from, yeah. The original the, movie. The people of the voices. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whoever did the music, which I think is Danny Elfman. So let's just go with him. Okay. So this is Halloween by Danny Elfman. Something strange Come with us and you will see This our town of Halloween This is Halloween This is Halloween Pumpkin scream in the dead of night This is Halloween Everybody make a scene Trick or treat Tell the neighbors on your diaphragm 
is that song people it's good <laughs> it's good it is great Tim. it is it is a good song it is a good song you can't deny it i don't deny it we play it multiple times every halloween and that's not a bad thing it sounds like i'm ripping on it but i like it i also hear it throughout the year when i watch a nightmare before christmas yes okay <laughs> <laughs> okay jumping into another scary story are you ready i am okay i'm a little spooked I can't sleep, she whispered, crawling into bed with me. I woke up cold, clutching the dress she was buried in. Huh. That's a ghost story. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> okay, should, should I say another one? Yeah, go for it. Okay. The last thing I saw was my alarm clock flashing 12.07 before she pushed her long rotting nails through my chest. Her other hand muffling my screams. I sat bolt upright, relieved it was only a dream. But as I saw my alarm clock read 12.06, I heard my closet door creak open. Ugh. That's like some Final Destination shit right there. Mm. That's going to happen you. to you tonight. Fuck off. <laughs> it's going to be the grudge. Don't. <laughs> Don't even do that. 
Not funny. Tim, stop it. <laughs> All right, you got another jamming story for us? Yes. My, wo- my wife woke me up last night to tell me there was an intruder in our house. She was murdered by an intruder two years ago. Huh, fuck. These stories are really, really short. I know, I told you I have some short and some longer. Okay, that's cool. I enjoy it. Yeah. Alright, let's get to our third song. Uh, this one's picked by me. And this one is uh, a song that I don't think anyone really plays during Halloween because it's probably forgotten or you probably never heard of it. Um, this comes from the video game um, Dead Island. Yeah. That was on, like, I think PlayStation 2 or 3. Yeah. Uh, I love Dead Island. It's basically uh, it's a, it's a zombie game. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a lot of fun. But it had various characters in that game. And one of the characters was a character called Sam B. And he did a song called Who Do You Voodoo? And this song is just fucking killer. I love it. it it's, a, it's a rap, kind of a rocky rap vibe to it. But it's a lot of fun. It, it, it mentions all different types of creatures in it. And I completely forgot about this song until I was searching up Halloween music. And this one came on and I have not stopped playing it. I love it. Uh, so enjoy Who Do You Voodoo by Sam B. Scared. Yeah. Things that go bump in the night. Me. Sam B. Shrunken head, broken legs, body parts on the concrete. Cut them up, butcher stab gators in the swamp. Red light, leave them dead, running like a track meet. Scared of nobody, what your motherfuckers want. Believe me when I tell them I'm a boogeyman beast. Leave them slash from their head to their feet. Pin bricks to the chest of a bitch Well, food cooking meat, cannibal trying to eat uh, I got a zombie on me, and you can't harm me Yeah, do you voodoo, bitch? Drink blood like a vampire without warning do you voodoo, bitch? Stand up! Sam B got the thing that go bump in the night Whoa. do you voodoo, bitch? Hide your kids, grab your wife, better get out of sight do you voodoo, bitch? Let's go! Sam B to Papa Shango, I'm bearing some Eddie Handful of fingertips, toss them up like a Stay Stable of corpse, bitches, I'm a pimp of the dead Come fuck with a zombie, I put a stake in your head Look, you want ghouls, I got fucking platoon Maybe everybody dies, I'ma see your ass real soon Rack bones to the marrow, hot sauce, and they suck it Now my juju ain't nothing to fuck with Sam I got a zombie on me, and you can't harm me Yeah, do you voodoo, bitch? Drink blood like a vampire without warning Who do you voodoo, bitch? Stand up! Sam B got the thing that go bump in the night Whoa! Who do you voodoo, bitch? Hide your kids, grab your wife, better get out of sight Who do you voodoo, bitch? Let's go! <laughs> Cut your head off, you leave your motherfuckers dead I got a zombie on me, Sam and you can't harm me God damn, that song is so good. I love it. I love it, Jaleesa. Let's go out for a run. Why? 
Because he's running when he's listening to it. That's not the right song. Isn't it? No. Okay, I'm that's, thinking that's, of a totally different thing then. You're thinking of um, Dead Island 2. Oh, okay. Yeah, Wh- this, is from, this is from Dead Island 1. Oh, whoops. Good try, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to come in with my last story of the uh, of the night, okay? Yep. You ready, Julissa? I'm ready. This one is one that most people would have told when they were kids. And you'll know it as soon as I start talking about it. But it's one that I always remember. And it's one that used to creep me out so badly. Um, I think it's called The Licked Hand or something like that. Mm -hmm. A young girl named Lisa often had to spend time alone at at home at night. As her parents worked late, they bought her a dog to keep her company and protect her. One night, Lisa was awakened by a dripping sound. She got up and went to the kitchen to make sure the tap was off. As she, as she was getting back in bed, she stuck her hand underneath the bed and the dog licked it. The dripping sound continued, so she went to the bathroom and made sure the tap was turned off there too. She went back to her bedroom and stuck her hand underneath the bed and the dog licked it again. But the dripping continued, so she went outside and turned off all the faucets out there. She came back to bed, stuck her hand under it, and the dog licked it again. The dripping continued. Drip, drip, drip. This time she listened and located the source of the dripping. It was coming from her closet. She opened the closet door and there found her poor dog hanging upside down with its neck cut. Written on the inside of the closet door was, Humans can lick too. Oh, that's creepy. There have been very... Um, many different versions of that story told, um, but you all kind of get the gist of it. Yeah, that that one kind of creeps me out a lot. I st- I love it though. I think I heard the version with the. Did you say the thump in that one? Uh, she heard the thump of the dogs or a thump. No, no, that was a different one. I've heard that yeah. version. It never mentions the escaped mental patient either. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, but I love that so- that story. Yeah. I remember I hearing great. that one when I was younger. Yeah. All right, you got another one for us? Yes. When, when you're ready. When I'm ready? Yeah. Okay. I woke up to hear knocking on glass. At first I thought it was the window until I heard it come from the mirror again. Ha. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Oculus. Mm. Then I've got another short one. Okay. There's nothing like the laughter of a baby, unless it's 1am and you're home alone. That is scary. Mm-hmm. Imagine that, eh? I think the scare, even scarier is when it's 1am and you've got your bottle of lube ready to go at it and then you hear the baby cry. <laughs> Ew. It's not scary at all. Yes, it is, because all you want to do is relax and then the baby starts fucking crying. Hmm. That sucks to be you. It does. Mm. Anyway, Julissa, I think it's time that you played your next song. Yes. Do you want to talk about it? My next song I have chosen is from a movie called Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes. And it is Time Warp. Okay. This always gets me in the dancing mood and it's always fun to listen to. Yeah, it's a good song. I just don't like that movie. The movie, it's great but it drags a little bit it drags a lot (laughs) it's still good fun though yeah okay all right well enjoy the time warp and make sure you do the dance while listening to it i don't care if you're in your cun 
if you're in your cunt. In your, <laughs> what in were your, you trying to say? I don't care if you're in your car. Just take a jump to the left. Yep. <laughs> don't care if anyone's next to you. Just veer to the left. That's right. Kill yourself. All right. That's, <laughs> That's not very not nice. nice, Jaleesa. Don't say that. Don't say that. All right. Time warp, and we'll be back with this. It's astounding. Time is fleeting. Madness takes its toll. But listen closely. Not for very much longer. I've got to keep control. Jump to the left. And then the right. With your hands on your hips. Did you jump to the left? I bet you did. Hopefully I certainly you... did. <laughs> yeah, you did because you were scared of that noise. Yes, I don't know where the <laughs> fuck it's coming from. We have mice in our roof, uh, in our walls, and Jaleesa got freaked out by the noise that they're making. Well, it so sounded stop. like things dropping <coughs> and, and stuff, and then when you lifted the lounges where the noise is coming from, nothing was there. Well, it's the ghost. Maybe. Okay. 
So, all right. You got your next, next ghost story for us? Yes, I do. All right. This one's called <clears throat> There's Someone Under the Bed. That's scary enough. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I begin tucking him into bed and he tells me, Daddy, check for monsters under my bed. I look underneath for his amusement and see him, another him under the bed, staring back at me, quivering and whispering, Daddy, there's someone un- on my bed. <laughs> What would you do if you were in that situation? Who would you believe? I don't know. Stop worrying about the mouse. <laughs> we're doing a podcast here, Jaleesa. Sorry. Um, I don't know. I'd, I'd probably just run out of the room and leave them both there. I'd, I'd hug them both and be like, I have two children now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. All right, you got another one for us? No, that's it. Oh, you're I'm, all done. I'm out of stories. Oh, okay. Way to end on a lackluster note. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. All right. Well, that does it for episode uh, Halloween bonus episode. Um, thank you all for listening. We hope everyone out there enjoys Halloween mm-hmm. for 2019. We sure will. I'm going to get wasted, white girl wasted, because I'm probably not going to eat and I'm probably going to do shots. So are you going to take your top off? Maybe. Do maybe. it. Maybe. Although I'm dressing as Leatherface, so there may be some chainsaw action. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. If I can get it working. (laughs) Um, But yeah, thank you everyone out there for another awesome Halloween season. This has been fun. I'm a little bit happy that October's over. Why? Sick of werewolf movies? Halloween Halloween time for us horror fans seems so busy. But I think it's because as as horror fans, we tend to do so much more when really we don't have to. Yeah, you, you don't know? have to, but I it's the whole spirit. Of, I know, you know, I know. Like, I don't have to watch 31 movies in a month. Hmm. But I feel like if I don't, then I'm not doing Halloween right and Sam's going to come and kill me. <laughs> so. But then you get all those stupid people over here that's like, Halloween's not Australian. No, no, no. F off. Yeah, but they can die. Wow, you're very dark tonight. <laughs> I don't care about it. <laughs> I hate a lot of people. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so thank you for joining us this Halloween season. We'll be back next week with the regular show. We're going to be talking about the Blair Witch movies, the original Blair Witch Project and Blair Witch from 2016. We're doing Don't Go Into the Woods Part 2. <laughs> this is going to be fun. It will be, yes. It will be. I might upset people. <sighs> All right, well, guys, we're going to leave you with one last song, and this is a song that me and Julissa both picked. I'm not going to tell you what it is, because as soon as you hear the first note, you're either going to be like, fuck yeah, or you're going to turn it off. (laughs) (laughs) But it's one song that we have to listen to every Halloween season, and the funny thing is, I don't know why. You know, besides the film clip, this song isn't Halloween-related at all. Sort of. I guess, maybe. Not really. Mm. By lyrics or by by music or anything like that, it's not about Halloween at all. It's about dancing. But the film clip is very Halloween. Okay, well, stop talking because you're going to give it away. No, I'm not. I'm not saying what it is because some people might not have seen the film clip. Maybe, but but let's ah. just jump to it. All right, fine. Well, Julissa, you got anything else to say? No. Goodbye. Keep it creepy. Yes. Happy Halloween out there. Enjoy it. Dress up. Make sure you fucking dress up. Don't be one of those douchebags, Chris Paley, who doesn't want to dress up. (laughs) God, I hate those people. It's always the best part 
with costume parties and stuff. Yeah. With what people dress as. But there's always that. There's always one person. Oh, I'm not going to dress up because like I don't wanna. It's like why? Why be a drag? <laughs> Just have fun. I know. Yeah. God, buy a two dollar mask from a reject store and have some fun. Step out of your box. Yeah. All right. <laughs> We'll be back next week with a regular show. But until then, happy Halloween. Bye. Dip. Again, brother, sisters, everybody sing. Gonna bring the flame, I'll show you how. Got a question for you, better answer now.